Hello and welcome again. How do I start this, Jamie? It's been such a... What do I say? I don't know. You say it's the the echo chamber. It's the echo chamber with me (laughs) and Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gosh, it's been so long. It's been too long. Um, And it's, you know, life in it. That's what happens. It does. Life life does get in the way of important Life. Does get in the way. Uh, Malcolm, Ian Malcolm was wrong. Life doesn't always find a way. Sometimes life <laughs> gets just in the way. yeah gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching. Um, uh, so Isaac, uh, once of this parish, uh, has had me watching uh, the Jurassic Parks. Well, specifically Jurassic World. He's well into oh, right. that. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. For okay. some reason, he's big into dinosaurs when he's a little bit younger. Then he's gone to school, and obviously, I think his school friends are like, "Oh, uh, we're all into uh, uh, Jurassic World now." And so, you know, he already knew like most of the plot points already. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, and because I'm a bit of a Jurassic Park nerd as well, because it came out, I think I was twelve. It was the first movie I saw in the cinema. Really? Yeah, with my dad, yeah. Um, we weren't the most well-off uh, people growing up, so going to the cinema was not something we did. Like, it wasn't a family thing yeah. that we did. Did you ever do um, it in school? Uh, no, no. For me, it was. I remember seeing The Lion King, and if you've ever seen a school of primary school children, <laughs> <laughs> floods of tears. Of course. Oh, my yeah. word. Brilliant. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, it was because it was a. I think it was one of the first twelves uh, or something in the cinema. Well, I'm not sure about that. Don't don't quote me on that. But anyway, I remember, I remember the 12th, to... first twelve A was Spider Man. I remember that. Was it? There we are. Yeah, yeah Spider Man two because all the kids were desperate to see it and they were like, so they well, made you it twelve A. It's a bit it's a bit gruesome. So yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, I remember that distinctly. Yeah, so my dad took us and. Um, because I was big into dinosaurs being a kid, you know, being a boy at around that age, there is a mm. part time when you start getting into dinosaurs. So I was big into dinosaurs. We took a sit. And it's still one of my formative memories um, because my dad was also blown away. My dad obviously grew up with, uh, what was it, like claymation type Simba yeah, the yeah, Sailor yeah. style monsters. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of, and puppets, big puppets. So he assumed that this was just going to be, oh, well, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's just going to be like really good quality puppets and wow. really good quality wow. claymation. And then when he first saw that first, um, was it the, the, I want to say, was it the Brachiosaurus? Yeah, yeah. It felt, you know, that classic scene where they stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, Laura Dern and, and Sam Neill do the glasses and just look absolutely shot. It was a brilliant scene. Um, when he first saw that, I could see him. He was like, oh my God. Like, his, his mind blew as well. It was, a great, it was a great thing. So I have these memories and now I've got this kid who's about the same age I was back then who's like all into it. Yeah. So of course... I massively indulged and got uh, all six movies <laughs> on <Excellent>. Blu-ray, <laughs> and so over the course of two days, much to uh, my wife's chagrin, uh, we, we, we watched all three Jurassic Worlds. And um, the other day, we because he wanted to start there, mm-hmm. I think, just because all of his mates are talking about it. Yeah, and let's be honest, they're not great, uh, but they're not. They're fun. They're, they're, they're fun. All they're good right. for they're they fine. Fine. Yeah, they're fine, but there's no, there's no Jurassic Park that first one particular, yeah. that first movie, which is a is brilliant filmmaking. 
Um, and so we watched that again recently. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. I mean, that's really. pretty. Yeah. What, what's his favorite dinosaur? <laughs> oh, it, I think it changes all the time. What he likes to do right now, I think I'll, I, I can't speak for him. I don't want to because he'll he'll get really annoyed when he listens to this and I say the wrong dinosaur. Mm. But what he enjoys doing, because obviously the new things are um, talking about. Was it hybrids? They're talking yeah, about like, the, the, in, the, yeah, the yeah. Indominus Rex and the Indoraptor and all this. So he's now like making his own hybrids. And there's a game, like an iPad game, Jurassic World game, where you can make a hybrid. And he made this amazing hybrid between a oh, what's that one with the? Is it Ankylosaurus? The yeah, the yeah, big armored tank armor thing with the big, big tail. Yeah, big tail with a club on the end of it. Yeah. He made a hybrid of that with a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Excellent. So it's got it's got Tyrannosaurus head and arms and walks on two legs, but it's all like armoured down the back and with this like club tail. It looks nice. badass. <laughs> that's just excellent. It is excellent. It's excellent um ten year olding, I think that's that that's that's <laughs> solid a solid ten year old in that. I would I'd be all into that at that age. Yeah, he. I mean, he's absolutely loving it, and I and I'm loving watching it. So at the moment, he's coming to me and goes like, "Dad, when can we watch uh, Jurassic Park: The Lost World?" <laughs> and he always uses like the full title of the movie, which I also love. Oh, can we watch Lost World for Fallen Kingdom? Was <laughs> 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 it Jurassic World: The Lost Kingdom? Uh, I do love it. Okay. But anyway, well, I've yeah. been uh, making Anna watch. Um, with the Mandalorian, we're up, we're, well, today's the new one though. The new one's out today. The final. It's the finale today, finale isn't it? Today, yeah. and I've only watched. Don't go too far. I've only watched four episodes so far uh, because, again, I have to watch it with Isaac. Oh! So, I, so don't give too many spoilies away. <laughs> I won't give any spoilies away, but I'm thoroughly <laughs> enjoying it. Um, but I'm terrified what's going to happen next. I know. There is a weird sense of foreboding in this series. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, um... I think it was, it, was it the third episode where they had the, um, it was like the re-education camp for... Yeah, so that's, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. And he gets that whole made. episode, that whole episode, because Isaac got bored and I was like, how can you be bored about this? Because I think he didn't really care about like, the whole psycho- the psychological. Yeah, he wanted the pew pew Mandalorian. He goes, we're watching the Mandalorian and there's no Mandalorian. And I go, wait, wait, there's, it's building to something. And yeah, that that whole episode, the end of it, felt me left, left me feeling really uneasy. <laughs> the whole thing, I, I think, I, I think I said this to someone on Twitter. It's like basically what what Star Wars shows is all roads seem to lead to fascism. Yeah, oh god, it, yeah. Like the New Republic only lasted for like thirty years or something, and then yeah, they were fascists oh, it's, all over again. Exactly. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's um, is it? Well, I can't remember. I'm going to completely butcher this quote, but I think it's something like the road to fascism is laid uh, with good intentions, or something along those lines. And you can see why they're trying to do what they're doing. But like, yeah, come it's, on. But it's so, it's so, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone quoted, and they said somehow fascism returned. <laughs> somehow. Oh well, I think have you, seen that? you have seen that in somehow Palpatine returned. Have you seen that? No, have no, you not seen the new? It's in the news. One of the new Star Wars, the very last one. Yeah, yeah. Film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Yeah, he just suddenly like returns. And, but he literally, there's a line. He says, he goes somehow, Palpatine. <laughs> somehow. And it's so, it's so badly written. 
anyway, so somehow yeah. fascism returned. Somehow fascism returns. It's true, though. And I think, not to get all political, but, um, I mean, looking around Britain yeah, today, this, it's, yeah. it's, it's creepy as shit. Like, I saw, what was it? Um, we will get to games in a minute, guys. Uh, oh, just yeah, so those really. folks who are listening. Um, we will get to games, but we're just enjoying this chat because we've not like, spoken to each other for a while. <laughs> um, was it, I saw, was it Braverman? Someone was touting that apparently she's going to like call a. Uh, uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm not even sure if I want to say it. it was, I think it was GBBs. They, uh, they had a headline saying she's going to uh, announce a. What was it? A national emergency for the small boats. Okay. And I go, really? That that's the national emergency. <laughs> not that like food inflation is at like twenty percent. It's and, classic. Just, know, we'll go for the we'll go for the <laughs> evil Jedi. And then, they're, they're but the, the thing about I love about it is like there was that whole hoo ha about Gary Lineker saying, "Oh, you know, you're using the language of the 1930s." That's all he said. That's all he said. Like, don't use the language of, or like something along the lines. It sounds like the language of the 1930s in Germany. And it was like, oh, he's calling everyone Nazis. I go, well, he's not calling them Nazis. He's just saying that there's some language that, it, you know, it the it echoes that era, that kind of that yeah. slippery slope into uh, full-on totalitarianism and what led to like the most destructive war the humans have ever like c- conducted upon themselves and the environment. Yeah. But then you read this and it's like national emergencies and having like done like GCSE history, you go, hmm, hmm. Uh, wasn't there wasn't there a thing like wasn't the Reichstag set on fire and it was like <laughs> Blamed on some like, yeah. like dissidents, communists, and and a national emergency declared, you know, it's for all, the safety and security of the country. It's, yeah, but it's I, would, I wouldn't want to make that comparison because you know I don't want to lose my you know lucrative job presenting on the BBC. Yeah, exactly. In the future. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, oh, speaking well, of life getting in the way, well, this is yeah. this is a terrible segue, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, Go on. So, have you played Overwatch? No, I have downloaded Overwatch. You I am a terrible, o- terrible man. Get on Overwatch and we can play together for a bit after this. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I will. Actually, that's a good idea. Um, anyway, so I'm excited because I've been back on it again. It's full of the most toxic people ever, but it is quite a fun game. And there's a new character in that who's called Life Weaver. And um, he's quite exciting. It's all, it, honestly, I, I know you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't, I'm afraid. Do I'm going to have to be really... Overwatch. Uh, yeah, can you? <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, obviously, 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 Jamie, oh. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> for, for those who don't know what Overwatch <laughs> is, could you please give us a brief overview? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's basically a team shoot-em-up game, but instead of just a standard deathmatch, it's more you have there's sort of uh, objectives so one of them is like capture the flag or escort this to there etc right okay and they're each character so there's a, they've got a really fabulously diverse um set of heroes they call them um unbelievably diverse from all over the world different languages different colors different creeds amazing it's just it's ace the hot that bit in itself is fabulous um, anyway, but they also have you've got DPS, your damage dealers, 
you've got your tanks and you've got your support team so obviously everyone's got their own little roles and also because right. everyone's got their own abilities and ways of shooting and ultimate abilities which can completely turn the tide um it's actually really every single time you play it's a bit different because someone's playing something different or your opponent's someone different and things like that and okay. it's and i'm really enjoying it and i always really enjoyed it um what it's i will a, say is it, a, yeah I was gonna say, it's by blizzard isn't it blizzard always make good games it is a blizzard they? they do make good games but the one thing I re- that really does my nut in is, like, obviously what's huge with games like this is skins and yeah. emotes and things like that. To actually get an emote, if you have, to, you either have to pay real money, which is a lot of money, huge amount of money, or mm-hmm. you have to play to unlock the things. But to do that, you'd have to effectively play for, like, six months to unlock oh, one right. skin. Um it's very much it feels a little like it's pushing people to paying which i don't really like but other well, than that, it's, the, it's the way these games are going because it's it's a well is, is overwatch the free one it, you can download it for free it's yeah it wasn't it's free to play now it is now it's free to play all right because i think they've... i've downloaded overwatch 2 now do yeah, i overwatch need to 2. watch overwatch 1 no no get... no because if you <laughs> even right. if you'd have downloaded overwatch 1 you'd be playing overwatch 2 Oh, I see. It's so it's like that. It's the same it's, game. It's, yeah, okay, I see. So it's kind of it's like everything's like, ported from the first game into the second. Yeah, game. and everything like they they updated some of the characters and some of the moves and stuff like this. Um, but it's good. Awesome. It's good. And people, uh, there's some really horrible toxic people on there. But other than that, it's quite fun. I, I do, quite like is it, it one of those? Do you have to in, like? Do you have to speak to your squad members, or yeah. can you just? I, can I mean, you just I straight up ignore everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you mute them? Yeah, because that's the thing that yeah, just yeah, mute. Yeah, yeah, so that's it. So for my own like mental safety, I just mute everyone. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing. Um, at some point, we will do a Call of Duty. I'm waiting to get because there's a couple of guys I used to play Call of Duty with literally every night for like three years. Mm. Uh, and the thing is, they still play it um, <laughs> pretty much every night. Um, uh, but I've had to stop because they usually start playing around midnight to one o'clock in the morning. That's and then Betty buys time. Yeah, exactly. And, um, uh, you know, I have children and a wife, and uh, so do they. But apparently, <laughs> they can just get on with it, but I can't seem to deal with it. Anyway, but um, I need to get them on to do a proper Call of Duty uh, chat. But I remember once playing on um, Call of Duty, and I was in you know, playing on my own, and, you know, you can, like, put yourself into squads. And normally, I mute myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and mute everyone else so I don't have to hear anything. So I had these three guys who were clearly on the same, cl- they were, yeah, they have these clan tags, so he was on the oh, same yeah, clan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was obviously a different clan, and I just joined in to make up the fourth in their squad. But what was hilarious was these lads, I, I kept myself muted, but I accidentally forgot to mute them, and these lads were just like uh, three, like, Glaswegian lads. <laughs> And they're like, hey, you, hey, what are you doing? Come over here. Oh, I'm getting shot. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I love how seriously these people take it. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, to be fair, these guys were funny as well. Like, they were, they were, they, once they got to realize that I was actually listening to them but not responding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, like, kind of chilled out and started joking. And, and they, I can't remember they gave me, I think they just called me, uh, I don't know what. 
what they called me. They gave me a name and they were just like telling telling me to do stuff. Um, and, it, and it was fun, but um, I generally don't like that. That was a nice experience, but usually, you know, you don't want to hear the person that's killing you is, uh, you know, this, or, or like mocking your ability to shoot. It'd be yeah, like this 12 year old Korean it, kid. It does it's, ruin uh, a bit. It does. Um... <laughs> massively what's the weirdest thing is i don't know about you whenever someone has forgotten to mute themselves and they sort of have you ever noticed they almost always have a crying child in the background what's yeah that about? it's <laughs> <laughs> it's it, uh, you're very you're very true either that or they're like got a t- another tv on that's yeah, like ridiculously yeah. loud yeah and just like shut the front door yeah yeah absolutely shut that up i can't uh, yeah i can't be dealing with other people yeah. um which but is as- um as a whole, I tend to have pretty... I've, although I've discovered a new word, just... I was noticing people were saying it on Overwatch, and they kept saying diff, and I was like, ooh, what the hell does that mean? Diff. Apparently... Diff? So, apparently, because when you have... Uh, when you're playing, so obviously they've got a certain number of damage dealers and support and the tank. So if you put tank diff, apparently it means there's a huge difference between your tank and their tank so say if you're winning oh, it no. means you're absolutely bossing it and they're right. rubbish apparently it's a thing and i didn't really i kept thing, seeing it, it? Okay. and someone kept saying tank diff and i was like um, are they telling me off or are they wanting me to I suppose it's like diff- like differential i guess i think so that, I think that's so. it yeah oh, but, um, interesting i thought it meant it's, it's change it's character because the some language people don't language. like don't like the certain characters you are personally yeah. i like being a there's a giant hamster and he's my favorite that's fine I mean, that is. Uh, I'm gonna have to play this game now and figure out what I actually want to do yeah. uh, with it. It does sound like it will be a, a, a good laugh, as people say. It is a uh, but I, it's it's difficult when you get into a game like this that's been around for so long. You feel so newbie. Like, what is I, this? What am I, I doing? I wouldn't. I really wouldn't worry about it. Everyone, is, <laughs> everyone's pretty rubbish. All right, no worries. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you about what I've been playing these past few months that I've been hiding. Because for people who don't know, I am I I my wife has had our fourth child, so I decided in the couple of weeks or so that I had uh, in paternity leave, I would download a couple of games and see if I could get through um, a few of them, and. Anyone who's listened to any previous episodes, especially the horror episode, knows that Jamie and I are <laughs> not particularly big fans of horror games. No. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, was it? what was it? Physical and moral cowards. I think that's what we decided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, we don't like horror games, but one of the games that we did like and we did talk I think did we talk about The Last of Us? I can't remember Oh now. yeah 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 yeah. we yeah, talked about, yeah, about The Last of Us yeah. but so The Last of Us what I liked about The Last of Us is it's it, it, yes it's a horror game but it's a bit of a survival horror but the best thing about it is actually how well written it is mm. and how so I, I downloaded The Last of Us Part 2 and on PS5 and it was on offer so I bought it it was only a few pounds so that was uh, that was nice but then I thought this is a good idea uh, to play with a brand new baby on my chest in the middle of the night <laughs> to give my wife a break. Um, and so, like, it was, it took a lot because, again, because I'm not the bravest person in the world, whenever there's any kind of jump scares or anything, I had to like, <laughs> prevent myself, like, jumping up and like flinging a newborn across the room. I love the idea um, of that. This, this little child is shooting through the air. <laughs> 
No, that didn't happen, James. No, specifically, no, it did in my head. Did. <laughs> but it could have happened. Yeah. Because um, yeah, so I played it. It's, I mean, what a game! The Last of Us Two is um, brilliant, and it's been out a couple of years now. So yeah, I don't think I can ruin it in particular for anyone. But it's um, what did I say to people? Because some some people. When I said that I was playing it, some people said that they just can't bring themselves to play that game because it is, it's the way I described it is it's an ordeal. The whole game, like from the beginning to end, it's a, it's an emotional ordeal. It is an emo- it is a proper emotional journey. It is like uh, because um, for anyone who doesn't know, you basically start playing as uh, Ellie uh, in the very beginning and it's not it's not a spoiler really to say uh, what happens because uh, it happens right at the very beginning of the game and um, Ellie and Joel is from the first game Joel obviously rescues Ellie from the fireflies trying to kill her to uh, create a vaccine for a fungus which I think you pointed out was a bit bit of an odd decision uh, <laughs> medically but anyway um, they um, he rescues her and then obviously they end up in a place called Jackson and very early on literally like kind of in the prologue to the game Mm. uh, Joel gets ambushed and killed by a group of people who you don't really know who they are uh, they're quite brutally murdered yeah it was it was brutal that was brutal I was just like oh part of me me genuinely wanted to put the thing that was like no no if I don't if I I don't play it it won't have happened yeah Yeah, exactly it's it's hard to watch Um, and uh Especially like the whole way they did it, I really enjoyed because that's the whole thing about The Last of Us. It's they try and make out like a lot of these games. It's really easy to try and think that it's just a good versus evil, and a lot of games are kind of set like that. Yeah. But in The Last of Us, it's so much more nuanced than that. It's so much more real in the sense that actually everyone's got their own like motivations and things like this. And without putting too fine a point on it. Um, it's the, the lines of good and evil are kind of blurred. They're, yeah. they're not well demarcated at all. Um, and I think a lot of the unease psychologically comes from that. Yeah. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. And so, so you played this first half of this game and it's like the first three days of Ellie going on a revenge with uh, her partner. They go to Seattle and they're looking for the people that killed Joel. And then, you know, and it, t- it takes quite a while. It's a, it takes a while to play these games because, you know, you have to search every nook and cranny and do mm. little puzzles to try and get extra bits and pieces. And then you get to what is ostensibly the halfway point and the game completely switches. And then you're playing it from what has been presented as the antagonist's point of view. Yeah. Rather than the protagonist. Your protagonist is Ellie. And then you get to a point where they all like come together and meet together and then immediately after that you go and live the three days of the protagonist's point mm. of view with flashbacks and things like that um and you know there's obviously like overlaps of the story where one part of the story informs the other and it's just so brilliantly done um it was like a movie it's like a movie it's like what oh, the- yeah. this is why the film the series that they make at the moment is so good because I don't think they've strayed too far from the 
No, they've done quite a few. I heard some good things about the. Um, I've not seen any of the uh, the new one because I don't have. It's on Now TV, isn't it? It's on H. It's an yeah, HBO I'm thing. Not, so I don't. I, 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 I pay. I pay enough streaming stuff, yeah, yeah. so I'm not paying for that. But, um, and I, you know, eventually it might. I might. I might bring myself to get it on DVD or Blu-ray or something like that. But we'll see. It. But I heard good things about the way. I think they, they managed to delve a little bit more into certain aspects of the story mm-hmm. that were interesting. So there was Frank and Bill's story. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, and because and it's got one of my favourite actors in it, Nick Offerman, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to know a bit because he plays, I think he's the Frank character, yeah. or the, whichever one of them. Um, but it's essentially their whole, their whole episode is their life together, uh, these characters. Um, and in the game, it's, it's like a chapter in the game. Yeah. But they've created a whole, whole episode, episode yeah, yeah. around and like fleshed out the story a little bit more. But I think one thing I think they did differently in the TV series versus the game is the game. The game is unrelenting. It is so bleak yeah. uh, that uh, in the game they ended it really bleakly. There was no like uh, happiness. There was no happy ending to the story at all. No. which you know mimics true life so much. Like, why? No, it's not very rarely you don't do people live get happily happy ever ending. after when there's no, still absolutely zombies. They don't. And it, but in the TV series, they don't live happily ever after. But they finish their their relationship ends in a very different way. Mm. But and I think that was very much done to uh, not <laughs> emotionally yeah, scar the audience after yeah. they after they've written this like uh, essentially a love story over uh, yeah, over yeah. many years. Um, so I, I, I'm I am intrigued to see the TV series because I think The Last of Us as a story is so good. I think when um, you compare it to so many other like horror movies and zombie mm. movies and things like that, it's actually quite a compelling story and a cast of characters. I think I remember seeing some people who were just like um, doing things of I can't wait to watch episode season two and and see Ellie and Joel live happily ever after, and then you're sitting there going, Oh God, oh God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh God, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like even the end of. Oh god, the end of the last Last of Us Part Two, because you you have to play the game because the story is a story driven game, yeah. so you have to play what the story is telling you to play, mm. so you do the survival bits. But you kind of wish, oh, just give us, give me an option, Make like to okay. choose my own destiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, of course, they can't because you're not playing as yourself; you're playing that character. Yeah, yeah. And those characters make decisions based on the character, everything that's yeah, led yeah. up to them, and so it's it's very character and story driven. Um, br- brilliant. Well, I I actually really enjoyed the um, the guitar playing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> it was like a little bit. I'm sure, I I actually went back and practiced quite a bit <laughs> just to see if I could get it because I played the guitar, so I was trying to see if I can get it to. Um, if I could figure out the mechanics to make it sound good and like write my own, play my own s- s- songs and things, because it lets you do that if you want. That's to. quite classic Naughty um, Dog. That they they often have like yeah. a little bit that's not really involved, but it's kind of fun. Like no, it, yeah, yeah. Like it was it in was it in the Uncharted Four? You could play effectively Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, sure you could. And it was just yeah, that's really nice. It is. I like these. I like little touches like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. No, it's a good game. So that, that was me. So I actually, but what else did I download? I, I played that. 
I downloaded um, and I've started playing Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, that's uh, on my list. But, I haven't got it yet, though. Yeah, I found it quite jarring because I went from The Last of Us Part 2 straight into that and I thought, oh, it's... It, it's it's a nice game. It's really well made, and the mechanics are fun, and it's an interesting story. Yeah. But it's not it's not quite the, yeah, yeah. the characters and the story is not as anywhere near as like meaty as uh, the Last of Us. In fact, did I tell you I played um, I played it back to back, played the story through twice. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, straight away. Like I, I basically didn't even stop. I started again next day Gosh. and I played it on the new game plus oh, right. they so also you, created yeah, this yeah, yeah. and I didn't realise this but you collect um, they give you uh, like credits or something and at, after after the game you can spend your credits on like game modifiers or like in game art and things like that it's quite, quite, there's a lot of interesting extras to the game are you the type of person that will have to get 100% now no, no, not not for this kind of thing. No, there's very few games I've done 100%. In fact, I think maybe the only game I've actually done 100% on that I can remember is God of War Ragnarok. And that's just because, you know, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't say, put that yeah, game yeah, down. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, but <clears throat> no, this one, I, what I did was there are loads of like really interesting game modifiers. So you can give yourself infinite ammo, infinite crafting, you can make yourself invincible. You can make yourself like one shot kill, or you know one one hit kill, um, as various other bits of it. That you can slow down time. You can mirror the game. Oh right. And you can create it so um, that, uh, like every time you die in the game, it mirrors again. So every time. It's slightly different. Like it's a bit. It's the opposite. Yeah, it's slightly that different, must... and it kind of. Mm. Mirroring. But you can also really be confusing. That confuses the hell out yeah, of me. Yeah, it's massively. Yeah, yeah. It really is, especially if you've played the game through and it's still quite kind of in your mind because there's a lot of walking through streets and stuff and you kind of know which way to go. Um, but yeah, the mirroring was quite quite, quite impressive. But there's also weird filters you can put on. Like you can play in, like, was it like old-timey film noir? Oh, right, or, yeah. Um, or like comic book sketch or I think there was a negative you could play. I mean, I could imagine all sorts some of weird people ones. making some fabulous photos and, and footage. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine, like, Creative yeah, people yeah, I'm who sure aren't me, we, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Who've got the time and can be asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what I did is I put on infinite crafting and um, infinite ammo, and then I played it on a slightly harder setting. And really, it became a. It went from being a survival horror to essentially like an action horror game. That's cool. And you could run through it a lot quicker because I didn't like go searching for safes or anything like that i didn't do any of that stuff i literally just played the story and and you can also start with the loadout you had at the end of the game yeah and at the end of the game like literally in the last chapter you pick up a a a silenced submachine gun so (laughs) i was just mowing down (laughs) everything and you also get a flamethrower as well yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) to be fair having a flamethrower with a swarm of um you know uh, zombies coming at you gives you a little bit of a sense of security it's quite nice like burn it with fire (laughs) die you motherfuckers (laughs) you undead fucks uh, remind me, I've got to put an explicit uh, label on Oh no, on you've sworn. <laughs> you've done a swear. I've done a swear. <laughs> I might have to uh, ban Isaac from listening to it. Oh no. Oh, dearie me. Oh, yeah. good times. 
But yeah. Well, I mean, that's... It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to play with someone on, um, on Overwatch, as I said, because I... It's really simple. The whole thing is simple. And I'm... It's pretty mindless. All right. So it's not too in-depth. It's very much like a case of, okay, now you have to go win. And that's it. Well, I tell you what, sh- should we um, just knock this on the head then and go and play? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Right. Well, sorry for the rambling episode, people, but we just thought we'd just get something out there. That, you know, we, we talked about a couple of games. I hope you enjoyed us rambling along. Um, and hopefully we'll be back a little bit more regularly than once every four months now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> once every new child from Farbud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um no, no, not exactly. No, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been lovely to speak to you again, yeah, Jamie, and I'll great. see you online shortly. Right, see you in a bit. Cheers. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the echo chamber, echo spelled correctly. I've been your host, Farbod, and my co-host has been Jamie. See you again next time, game dorks. <laughs>